Hello and welcome to The Branches. My name is Alex Hershey. I am the pastor here and I am so glad that you're watching and listening right now as we go through a sermon series that I'm really excited about called The Journey to Redemption as we look at the book of Ruth. What a great thing it is in the season of Lent where often we are giving things up and we're lamenting and we're praying out and we're making room for God. I just want to say in this season right now, let us be open to hear from God so that we can have room for God to move in and we can get to this place of Easter in this year where we have allowed for God to work in us. So I'm glad that you're uh, watching right now. I'm glad that you're taking time to listen. I encourage you right now, uh, if you are following along on Facebook or YouTube, or if you're listening on a podcast, to stay connected with us. Send me a message this week. I'd love to hear from you. I've heard from a few of you this past week. I'd love to hear from you and just talk with you. If you've never met me, send me a message anyway. I'd love to talk. And so uh, I encourage you to do that. So right now grab your favorite drink and um, uh, take a sip and uh, and I have a little coffee in here anyway but um uh, and let's get into the word of God today let's get into the word of God today would you pray with me oh God you are so good and we just come before you right now wanting to make space for you Lord, we want to be able to make space because we know that you want to work in us. And we want you to be able to see that we are willing to be used by you. Lord, we want to flee from sin so that you can work in us and show, or we can show others of your great love. So open our hearts to you right now. Let us hear from your word and how that transform us into a way that we can live in this coming day and week. In your name we pray, amen. Amen. So well, uh, I want us to continue to be reminded that our goal in this sermon series is to understand what redemption is and to get our lives in a way where we can experience this redemption. To know that we are a child of God, but we are a changed child of God. We are moving into the direction he designed us to move toward. Redemption is the process by which sinful humans are bought back from the bondage of sin into relationship with God through grace by the payment of Jesus' death. This is what we desire in our lives. This is what we desire for our children and our friends and our neighbors to experience to declare that Jesus is our Savior and to have redemption upon our souls. Have you ever had a moment where you've been at a crossroads? I mean a physical crossroads where you were on a road trip or you were on a vacation or you were on a work trip and you find yourself seeing that T sign, right? The famous T sign and you get to it and you're sitting there and you're not sure if the GPS is on or off and maybe it's the days before that or maybe it's just the pride thing you can figure out where to go and you are literally at a T and you're not sure if you're supposed to go left or you're supposed to go right. You know in your head it's like the old elementary school tests that are true and false. There's a 50-50 chance here that you're going to get it right but there's also a 50-50 chance 
that you're going to get it wrong. And you sit at that intersection and you look one way and then you look the other way. I've learned that on family vacations, this is one of those relationship moments, right? The stress begins to rise when one person says this way and the other way. And your kids are in the back just seeing what their parents will do in this moment of being at a crossroads. Being at a crossroads is not necessarily a horrible thing. In fact, I believe it's, it's a common thing. And it's a thing that we are faced with probably more than what we realize. We have been part of a culture that has tried to uh, make the 50-50 chance not as possible, right? We try to uh, eliminate that that is just a one way or the other way. But in the grand scheme of things, on those road trips, on those famous tea signs, there is a crossroads. It has become a problem that we can face or a season of life that is considered a transition. You know, Eric Clapton, when he was in Cream, sings uh, about going down to the crossroads. And I love this song. I was listening to it while I was writing my sermon this week. But the thing is, is that I often want to avoid the crossroads of life. The moments where I have to make 50-50 decisions. Is this the right job? Is this the right house? Is this the right relationship? Is this the right meal to get at a restaurant, right? When we have these 50-50 decisions... When the crossroads of life are real, it can be hard to navigate. This morning, as we look at the book of Ruth, we realize that these crossroad moments in our life are actually and also included our crossroad faith moments as well. As we look at Ruth's life, we see that she, in the midst of her life, has a crossroad moment. And it's not just brought upon by life moments, but it's also brought upon by her having to declare where she stands in her faith and with her God. <laughs> wow. This is important for us to hear in this day. And so I want to read Ruth's declaration, her confession that we find in Ruth chapter 1, verses 16 through 18, where she confesses what she is going to do in the midst of her crossroads moment. Naomi was pushing her to go back home. Go back with your other sister-in-law. Go back home to your old ways and your old ideas and your own God. But Ruth replied, Don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go. And where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die. And there I will be buried. May the Lord deal with me, be it ever so severely, even if even death separates you and me. And when Naomi realized that Ruth was determined to go with her, she stopped urging her. This is that moment. Maybe you've had moments like this where you knew you had to stand up and declare in your life, this is where I'm going and I need someone to hear it. These are those Oscar moments in movies. The Oscar speech, right? 
that wins him the best, best actor, best actress. Ruth stood up, and in the midst of her crossroads moment, she declared her decision to go with Naomi back to Bethlehem, a place that she had never been, to in a moment have this role reversed where Naomi was once in the foreign land without children, and now Ruth is going into the foreign land without children. And she says, actually, she says in verse 14, she, that as Oprah, her, her, Naomi's other daughter-in-law, cried, what Ruth did was clung to Naomi. She holds on, even though when she is being told to leave. Ruth's speech here is dominant in what she is wanting to accomplish and what to do. Ruth stood between that rock and that hard place that we all find ourselves in those crossroad moments. Would she choose her own people, the people she grew up with, the places that she knew? Would she choose the Moabites and their god, Cherimosh, who she was no doubt familiar with? Or would she cast her lot with her mother-in-law, who was lost, who was an alien in a foreign land, a God that she did not know fully in Yahweh, whom she would say, Lord, I am ready to go with. Unbelievable to see Ruth in this moment, this climax moment in this passage, to choose and declare what she is going to do. Let's look a little bit closer at what she said here, okay? Stay with me here. Let's look at what she says. She says in the first thing, she says, don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. <laughs> Stop pressuring me to leave. And what she's saying here is that I will not abandon you, Naomi. I'm going to be with you. The next thing that she says is, where you go, I will go, and where you stay, I will stay. In some versions it says, where you lodge, I will lodge, which makes me want to just go to a lodge. Yeah. <laughs> but she says, I want to be where you are. I am going to be part of your life, and I'm not going to leave your life. I've stayed with you the previous 10 years. I'm going to stay with you the remainder. I'm going to stay with you. And then she says this thing, your people will be my people. That's a powerful thing to say in this time where family is everything. And she says this, and your God, my God. What a moment this is. It changes everything. What she is declaring here. She is saying your God is my God. Fully through. Fully through. And then she says, where you die, I will die. And there I will be buried. Oh my goodness, she is saying that I'm going to do the rest of my life in you, with you, Naomi. I mean, this is an amazing thing to say, and it's a very radical thing to say. Most people in this time would not say anything or use this kind of language in referencing with their mother-in-law. This is not something, this is not common now, and it's not common then. But we see Ruth abandoning her former self, her former security, and she chooses to move forward to go with a poor widow. <laughs> she left everything she knew and she clung to Naomi. 
People would say in this moment that she is clinging to the wrong person. I mean, this doesn't make any sense financially. This doesn't make any sense for her future. This doesn't make any sense at all. She is going to be a person who was lost and abandoned for the entirety of her life. She is making the wrong decision at the crossroad. She put down false instead of truth, right? That's what they would say. But sometimes what makes sense to us doesn't make sense. Sometimes what makes sense to God, it doesn't make sense to us. Ruth was not just clinging to Naomi here. I want to hear this. But she was holding on to God. I believe that in this moment we begin to see a transformation take place in Ruth's life. It is not just about sticking with her mother-in-law. It's about sticking with the God who she'd been learning about for 10 years. And in this moment we see a conversion take place in her life. Her declaration was not just one of saying, I'm just going to go right instead of left. Her declaration was, your God is now my God. Your way of life is now my way of life. Even when I see that you are in the depths of despair, I still believe that with your God, things will be more hopeful than the life I could go back to. In the crossroads of life, we find out if we are holding on to God or not. Ruth is in this moment where she is declaring that she is holding on to God. My friends, what are you right now declaring in your life? And what are you holding on to as you go through the crossroads of life? Are you making the decision on your own because you're afraid to go forward and you're afraid that your past is the best that you'll ever have? Or are you ready to move beyond that and go with God where God is leading? Are you boldly, are you willing to boldly declare, just like Ruth, that God is my God? Ruth did. In my life, uh, I will not lie, I feel like there's been many moments where I've had opportunities to say yes in following God. And there have been moments where I've said yes in moments where I haven't. And I declared to follow Jesus at a young age, uh, and I'm so grateful that I did. But if I'm honest, after that, there were seasons where I learned just to go through the motions of faith, church, Bible, prayer, repeat. Church, Bible, prayer, repeat. And it wasn't a bad thing. And, and, and over the time, it just became church, repeat, church, repeat church repeat. You see, I left out scripture and left out prayer. Those are so vital. And that's why I always encourage people, even in the season of dryness, you stick with the local church. Stick with church. Don't get mad at church. Stick with it. Be there. Be present. Because I believe in my life, thank, by the grace of God, it was the people around me, even though I, had, I became a person of just going through the motions, it was the people around me that propelled me into a deeper faith and a moment where I had a crossroads at a time where I had a crossroads moment the church carried me to that moment to see where I can go and I say this because I had been going through the motions for so long and I had graduated from high school and I was at summer camp in the final days of summer camp and I remember it was that night where we make a decision and I just sat in my chair and I made no decision but when I left that building the Holy Spirit fell upon me hard I can't explain it. Tears filled my eyes. And in that moment, I realized as I found myself kneeling at the foot of a cross all by myself in the midst of darkness, in that moment, I felt God saying, 
Are you going to follow me? I know you know me, but are you going to follow me? I know you know me, but are you going to follow me? It was a crossroads moment. When I look back on it now, I know and the decision I was making, if I would have said no to following God, I believe I would have abandoned God. There's no doubt about it. And in that moment, I said, Lord, I will follow you. <laughs> e. Stanley Jones, the great missionary, he would always say that we need to declare that Jesus is Lord so he would go around India, he would hold up three fingers, and the people became so used to it because he would say, Jesus is Lord. In that moment, in my crossroads moment, I declared that Jesus is Lord. In that moment for Ruth, she knew God, but she declared that now she was going to follow God. She had her moment where she shined, and she said, this is where I'm going. For you right now, have you had this moment with God? Have you said Jesus is Lord? Today I want to break down just really quick what we need to do in our lives that will help us to say Jesus is Lord and we stick with God. The first is this. We need to resist all pressures to break this relationship. Your past will keep telling you that you need to come back to your past. Ruth had to make that distinction. I will not go back to my foreign land. Your land is now my new land. Resist all pressure to break this relationship with God. Do not fall into the temptation that the past was better. Two, commit to follow. You've got to declare it. You've got to declare, I will follow you or you will stay in the, I just know of you, God. You've got to commit to follow. I know you. I will go where you go. The third thing is this. Abandon all other allegiances. No other gods before God. Nothing else before God. This is the hard one. And this one is what makes no sense for Ruth, and yet she does it. All of her other allegiances she puts away and puts God up there first. And then the fourth thing is this, an awareness of God's promises. In God's promise, he will not abandon us. He will not leave us. He will not forsake us. God's promise is to be with us. So have an awareness of God's promises in your life and you will follow him and you will be able to make it through storms and you will be able to make it through what may seem impossible moments and you will hit crossroads again and again and in those moments you will be able to say Jesus is Lord Paul says in Romans 10 9 that if you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Declare and confess that Christ is the Savior of your life and live the way that Ruth chose to live in that moment. 
So as you sit in these T intersections, in the crossroads, are you ready? Are you ready to follow Jesus and declare that he is Lord of your life? Will you go with Christ? Would you pray with me? God, we can feel the crossroads all around us. And we know that moment of sitting there, not sure to turn on our turn signal or just turn the car off and give up. But Lord, we know that you are with us and that you are guiding us. And we pray right now that you will help us in this moment to have the boldness that Ruth had and to declare that you are our God, that Jesus is our Savior, and that you will be with us and we will follow you all the time. In your name we pray. Amen. Have a blessed week, guys. I hope that you uh, feel the presence of God. I hope that you follow God in this day. And please reach out to me if you have any questions or any prayer concerns. I want to hear from you. All right. Blessings upon you. Have a great day.